0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Bless. I got let me know to the left of me. And today, we got a very special guest. (laughs) My homie, Tommy Cruz, is in the building. Such a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Thank you for coming, my brother. This is the MOT Podcast. You know how we do, and it's only right that we sit down with my boy this week. That's it. I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for coming. So off camera, you told me that you're going through a second hood child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are going through a second puberty, yeah. and that your feet are actually still growing at 29 years old, <laughs> to the point where you have to get rid of your entire shoe collection. It's dog, it, it, I don't know what's happening, man.
1: My 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 shoulders are getting larger, and in... you're getting diesel. You're
0: working out <laughs> a, a bit. See, a- I've noticed for all of those who might not be from our city that Tommy Cruz has also changed his look. (laughs) He's changed his look. He's like a young Tom Cruise now, (laughs) whereas back in the day, he used to have that rugged skater... Uh, you had the long hair, you know, you, you, had, it, a, you, it, had, a, you had a different it, it swag all st- going. It all started like with
1: surgery. When I had surgery for a severe sleep apnea, okay. I had to move my face forward. Oh, wow. And then when I got that surgery, the whole time, the whole like three months after I had my, my hair like tied up and like once I was all right, I was like, okay. Let's get rid of that. I can't like do this anymore, For sure. and like cut my hair, like fix some teeth, because there was a couple teeth missing. You, you went Hollywood on us. <laughs> you went Hollywood. <laughs> Doug, I just wanted to look like a regular person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I just
0: wanted to be back into society. But you know what, your uh, your your
2: look back in the day was, you know, made you stand out. Oh, it definitely. Spawned, it, it spawned a lot. It spawned uh, stickers. I remember. Definitely T-shirts, t-shirts.
1: Uh, stickers, socks, and and yo, it's crazy because a lot of people kind of got offended. They were like, <laughs> "Dog, you just killed your old image," and and I,
0: and I was like. This is the more distinguished, established version. Well, exactly. now, well, now also you want to be known for the quality of the music and your DJing and all that shit. Leo, not just to be, not just to be a character. And exactly. No offense, no offense, not to be
2: the guy that had no chin. <laughs>
0: now, now you're good.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you had no chin. I never thought you had. No, no I'm chin. joking. I'm joking. It's <laughs> totally true.
1: Like back in, like, it, it, and it was kind of like getting to me sometimes. Like I was like, dog, like, <laughs> what's happening? And. It it would the, the fact that I had no chin would not like let me breathe while I was sleeping. Wow. I would try to swallow. And my And that's tongue. a serious thing. I wow. mean, you actually
2: had sleep apnea, and it fucked with your so life. So right?
0: I've heard about sleep apnea, you know, many times, but I never understood. So the correction for sleep apnea sometimes is to fuck with the chin. How does that, how does a- that work? Me,
1: it was too backed up, so it like I was not able to breathe. Um, while I was sleeping, and yeah. I would try to swallow my tongue. Jeez! And my little brother is like going through that right now. Wow. He's gonna have to go through the same surgery. I think uh, it, it's a whole like my parents like uh, hereditary. And my my yeah exactly super like hereditary and like my sister doesn't have it at all. But like me and my brother, we went through that, and like my little brother even had it, harsher than me. Wow. like yeah he went through the test and like he it was like he he had severe sleep apnea like a 70 year old wow like um
2: wow and dog it definitely saved did the surgery correct it correct yeah, like, exactly like how much better I mean, i'm curious because this is really cool how much better is your like uh lifestyle because
1: dog, I, I, I was well. not able
2: to go to movies i was not able to drive
1: uh, I was not like people wouldn't invite me to stuff where we had to stay to sleep there because like I would make crazy noise and nobody oh, would sleep or I would. But go why to, with the movies? Because you go to the I movies. I would go to, to the <laughs> movies. The
3: only
1: the only good way for me to sleep was yeah. sitting.
3: Okay. So so, so basically you fall asleep sleep in the theater instantly. Ooh.
1: Driving like uh, I'll be like listening to a song, singing and then. Oh wow. Like, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. I had to, like, when I was doing Quebec-Montreal in, in a car, I had to stop, like, three or four times. Wow. Like, because I was falling asleep while yeah. driving.
0: Yeah, because you're sleep-deprived, right? So exactly. You, uh, I would always sleep always an hour aware.
1: or two a night at the end of the night. Like, I would be so sleep-deprived at the end of the night that, like, I would fall in, like, a good, like, sleep state, Yeah. like, at the end of the night. But wow. dog, it, it's crazy. It really changed, changed uh, my life. whole life. Uh, it, I've been able to sleep uh, like since then. If I get drunk, I'll have a couple episodes here and there. But like, do you I mean, keep a mask? Uh, I they, 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 that's what they 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 were telling me to do. But they were like, yo, get the surgery, and it's gonna take care of like I everything. Just- Exactly. My little bro- my, but my little brother, before the surgery, he still haven't got the surgery and he's got the
0: mask and he's like, yo, my life is so much better now Fine. already. That's dope. Well, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> and it definitely, it, it definitely, you know, switched up, I, I guess,
2: a, a lot of your lifestyle. Definitely. So let's go back a little bit me start blessed, blessed. by asking you. I would love, and I, I did this off camera before, mm-hmm. before you jumped in, um, I want to know something. And before, because I know you want to start, and I want to start at a certain point today. Okay. Okay? And the reason why I want to start at a certain point, Tommy, is because I think, and I don't want to insult you, and I, we did this off camera, <laughs> so I got to say it again. <laughs> I, honestly, you're the only one I know that, like, I have friends, Pesci and, like, the Mook Life guys, mm-hmm. and, like, and you're part of that that circle, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. And, and, and then you were a celebrity, <laughs>
1: right? Am I wrong in saying that? Uh, no, you, you, you're, you're totally right. I think my, my, like my, my thing has been a very overnight thing uh, where I think I was, at the, I was at the right place at the right time. And I kind of owe, owe it to three people and even more, but like mainly Stan from Life. Mm-hmm. which kind of like forced me was like, we're going to organize a party because all the party sucks <laughs> and everyone's playing the same music. We're going to organize a party and you're going to learn how to DJ right now. What was now. the party? It was Wiggers uh, from the north side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So it, um, it, we started that party 2011, 2012, I think end of 2011. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a week to learn how to DJ and like Uh be the headliner of the party. I was like, okay.
0: So what (laughs) were you doing? That takes me kind of to what my question was. What were you doing before that? How did Uh, you get into music? What were you doing before that? I was
1: just a kid that wanted to be in Montreal. I'm from Quebec. Okay. So I just wanted to be a kid uh from quebec that moved to montreal to skate
0: so you grew up in quebec city mm-hmm. skating yeah came to montreal as a skater yeah moved i guess around the plateau i'm guessing
1: yeah i was like uh, saint henry verdun and then hochelaga okay and uh I-, I was just skating and like i was fucking around with beats so you were always into hip-hop exactly and 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 um it just started from nothing like i was just Playing around with beats, trying to make edits and DJing with my keyb- like with my keyboard. What and was the original DJ. setup?
2: What was that? What was that? The original setup, setup was I'm an
1: iMac and, and the keyboard and and just like I had my couple cues and my buttons on my keyboard, my and it, it was it was just that. And like Stan came to the crib and he was like, "Okay, we gotta make this a party." Mm-hmm. And then we started with that. And then uh, Lunis uh which has been killing the scene Mm -hmm. for such a long time was one of the first friends that i've had in montreal uh shout out to kim uh that was my girlfriend at the time that which made me like meet these guys Mm -hmm. and uh we would be playing around and at some point lunis was just like you should release music Hmm. uh, under the name tommy cruz and the 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 tommy cruz name was just a facebook like, we were uh, doing graffiti, yeah. and we were all writing actors' names. I was writing... Tom Cruise. Tom yeah, Cruise. exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, they, 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 it was all related to actors' name, mm-hmm. and I made a Facebook mm-hmm. because I didn't want to have people from Quebec,
2: like, knowing people, like, my and people from... And back then, you can say, your name is anything and you're cool and you're one of the few that gets to keep Tommy Cruise forever now
1: exactly it really like started like Lunis was just like yo you should like release music under that name yeah sure and it started like that we did the couple parties with Mook Life. and then we had this like facebook group with me i was such like a, a new music um enthusiast yeah. and we had this like um facebook group that uh, a, a friend producer ryan emsworth uh put me in and it was with like asap yams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like a couple other people a couple rap journalists a couple producers Dope. and just some enthusiasts from the states mm-hmm. uh that like i got into this circle and we started like sharing stuff mm-hmm. and um i got I then had, I needed like a support, I needed like a team. Mm-hmm. So that's where like my manager, Matt Langill, mm-hmm. came in and like created opportunities for me. Dope. And it, and this whole circle of like MOOC life, our Facebook group, and like my team. Mm-hmm just kind of started to take like, momentum to, exactly take momentum and Do i you was think re- it was
0: largely because of the events that you guys were throwing
1: i think it, it was mainly regarding the djing yeah that's I, what i mean exactly and people liked the music it was more like chop uh, chopped and than mm-hmm. and Me- memphis influence mm-hmm. which i kind of got away from because I, I was like i did like two or three projects uh on that tip and i with time i was just like okay like I want this to become more producing. And uh, o- over the time, I think my DJ, uh, my DJing like uh, talked a lot. Like, I-, I think people booked me for that. Mm-hmm. People wanted the parties that, that we were or- organizing. Mm-hmm. And I-, I wanted to focus on developing, like really the, the producing, which w- I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I was just using samples and putting them together. And like, it was my music. But within the years, I I told myself, no more samples, produce, Mm -hmm. and learn your classical music theory. So a lot
0: of people don't understand, like, uh, we come from a school of loving sample-based hip-hop. Exactly. And that's what, you know, obviously birthed the culture because there was no hip-hop once upon a time so we had to reach back to those soulful loops and those soulful breaks yeah. to make hip-hop however as we move into the age of everything's shazamable and everything's so easy to figure out where it came from mm-hmm. it's, it's so easy to get bit for sampling now yeah. that as a producer there's no way you're gonna really make money if you're if your style is is too sample your s- song probably won't even come out yeah, if you use a sample, well, because you can't put it on iTunes, you can't put it on Spotify. Their algorithms will detect anything that's not and chopped to hell. it's such
1: a hassle to clear a sample. Exactly.
0: Yeah, we're not DJ Khaled <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No one is. Yeah, right? like you know I mean? he's able to clear. Yeah, a sample. you can. You could sample Lauren Hill and say, "Yo, this is gonna be a hit." That, but any Lauren Hill sample is gonna be a hit. Can you clear right, it? Right. And yeah. Are
2: you allowed to monetize that, it? That's why Bronson bothers me so much today. Mm-hmm. Because the early Bronson stuff is some of my favorite rap music ever. Exactly. And the second he stops with the mixtapes and and sold albums it's a different guy and it's cool it's still but it has to be a different guy because
0: of the nature of the business because we could all loop teddy pendergrass and al green and james Mm -hmm. brown and the shit's gonna sound dope and ignorant and anybody with swag can spit some bars on exactly but that's not exactly making a record Uh, you know what i'm saying i'm all about original music now yeah and I think it's three
1: and a half years or four years ago. I told to myself, no, no more. more samples. I'm moving to Ableton and I'm learning how to make music. Fuck yeah! And oh. the first two years, like the music was kind of like the same chords. It and, takes like, time. A lot of and, people don't realize, you know. And uh, I'm only starting to get comfortable with it and to be in the studio and I understand the language. Yeah. So Tommy,
2: we spoke off camera, and I keep doing this. I, I hate that. No, night. no worries. Right? No, because because there's there's something that I wanted to ask you that um you're in your studio, you're producing now. That's mm-hmm. what you love doing. Mm-hmm. What are some of your influences? Where do you take from it? Because you can sample, where, where are you taking from? Like, like where, where, Where's your brain right now? Not I, I, right th- now. There's a bunch of people that influenced me, like
1: Frank
0: Dukes. Frank I, Dukes actually worked with me on my second album. Wow. Uh, look we look did a joint with Twista. And we did a track that's, uh, that was all over much music back in the day called Something's Missing. We did a video with Marc-Andre De Bruyne.
1: I think he's one of the guys that influenced me the most because he does everything. I was one of his first placements.
0: That's crazy. That's <laughs> but back then, yeah. interesting, you bring up Frank Dukes because I definitely know where your head and your inspiration is at now that you mention uh, Frank because he was a very sample-based what, producer. Yeah, what
2: Frank's a producer? I,
0: I'm sorry, I, don't, Toronto, I don't know. From Toronto, Frank. Yeah, yeah he, my he, boy he, Adam Feeney. Uh, shout out, Frank. He um,
2: composed, he produced. But back
0: then, he, did, he, he wasn't. He was really a sample-based exactly. producer. He got good. Mm-hmm. He placed uh, some shit uh, with 50, with Cool G Rap, mm-hmm. with like AZ. Uh, I was one of his early placements. Um, and another friend of mine, Snaz, you know, Snaz from I Toronto? I do not, I do not. Snaz was in that era of the of, of those early guys from Toronto, just pre-Drake. Mm-hmm. And then Drake, uh, you know, messed took with it, all those guys. And, and No, but all these guys had records on all oh, of really? Drake's albums, yeah.
1: And it's crazy. He'll, he'll do like, like, kind of like more rock influence now. and do more dance art. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I want to be because I'm not sure. Tr- Necessarily trying to do the same thing twice, sure. uh, but I'm really trying to touch a bit of everything and everything that I love because when I DJ, <coughs> it, it can be techno, it can be dancehall, it can. Why be, put
2: yourself in a box ever? Well, listen, exactly, as, as and that, as
1: a, that was a huge thing in my early stage. Is that if it wasn't Memphis or chopped and screwed, they didn't know the you. People were like not interested in. Uh, I I would go to France and I would get message. While I was playing And people were like Why are you playing All these songs for girls Like go back to your country And like (laughs) I was just like Dog, shut the
0: fuck up. Like yeah. well, listen, there's always gonna be a hater in the crowd. Yeah, but exactly. as as a producer, I agree with you. I think the goal as an artist and as a producer is to touch as many things as you know you can be good at. I mean look mm-hmm. at the great look at Quincy Jones, look at Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. When you talk about legendary producer 100%. producers, mm-hmm. he wasn't like Quincy Jones wasn't like, oh, I, I only do like Michael Jackson style shit or I only do this. Exactly. He would work with whoever. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and give them th- their best sound that mm-hmm. he could come with. You and, know what I'm saying. And from
1: here, like, a huge inspiration has been rough Sound because he came from such a, a, a sample-based
0: uh, hip-hop background, and well, he moved to only composing. Well, me and Ruff come from the same school of hip-hop, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, Ruff's a good friend of mine. He's actually one of the first people that talked to me about you. Mm-hmm. Was Ruff? Uh, man, I I love him to death. I like, was just with him the other night, and I kind of had this conversation when I started working on my new project. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who besides yourself? Because me and Ruff have a lot of joints together. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, you know we should work with?" And he definitely, he definitely mentioned you. I, I, and, and, and he's been putting me on to a lot of people that like
1: every day inspires me. And like when I was in LA, he put me in touch with you met like Jay Mike.
0: Uh, with uh, Cool code Jack, and like some other people, did that you mean were, his boy J. Mike? Though he did a I, lot of production for uh, Nicki Minaj and different
1: people. No, uh, but I there's Billboard, yeah, Bill that Board, he works yeah. with a mm-hmm, lot
0: too. Mm-hmm. That like works on like Madonna and like wow. Britney Spears. J. Mike did a lot of the bigger Nicki Minaj tracks, Crazy. and a couple times when he came, uh, we I took them out. And, and when you say did,
2: when you say did, it's like he was the main producer on the track. Yeah, he did the beat. Wow, it's him. Wow. It's crazy. Shout out J checks. Mike. Shout it's out crazy. Rough Sound. Yeah. Pe- Those, Those are great people.
1: No? Rough Sound is definitely uh, uh,
0: like a huge staple uh, like in the the, the, the hip hop sound of Canada. So, and, right. when you were coming up, growing up in Quebec, were you listening to a lot of French hip hop? Was it English hip hop? No, no. English hip What's, what's uh, Tommy
2: Cruz's background in music? Where do you come from? Like, your parents, what were
1: they playing? I was listening, like, I think when I was like 12, 13, 14, I really got into like this whole. Trip hop okay, vibe nice. and like like, like, like cool. massive attack and shit. yeah exactly like Prefuse seventy three and like Dope. all those weird beats Dope. were kind of like where I kind of got in and then you know I did like Dr Dre and everything mm-hmm. back then obvious classics. and I was listening to uh to to heavy metal a lot but my what was my like door to hip hop was 36 Mafia mm. we found a chopped and screwed version of uh, their new album. I, I think Which it album was the, it? it was the the Unbreakables and then the most known unknown came out like I think six, six months after right. yeah and
2: um, this is this is like uh, and we thought this was the
1: regular speed we w- we were listening to those albums <laughs> that were that were slowed down by you know, they were uh, DJ. rapping this how they rapped exactly That's I, I right. was like oh this is the regular speed and then we heard the regular albums and we're like oh this is so fast <laughs> uh, and uh, me and my friends were completely addicted to that and then I really got I never got into French hip hop until two years ago. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it really took some time for me to be... Your accent would say otherwise. Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I was not a fan of French rap at all. And it's now I mostly only listen to like French rap from France mm-hmm. and
0: awesome. like UK rap and like, mm-hmm. like still a lot from the See, States. that was the thing for me. Like back in the day, I used to hear UK rappers and I could appreciate the production, but the accent would throw me off. Can I, can I tell you and, what it was? But now, Okay, go. But now, I find the opposite. That exactly. accent has grown on me <sighs> and it's a cool swag. It's so good. It's so good. Also, one of my favorite rappers when I was a child my first big influence because nas hadn't come out yet biggie mm-hmm. hadn't come I'm gonna out say yet. it's slick rick slick rick
2: i knew it was coming slick <laughs> rick. And, and you know <laughs> what's bad, fucked eh?
0: up i loved his wordplay and his cadence and the production mm-hmm. and i thought that british accent was fake <laughs> i didn't even realize because he was he was a new york right, guy he right, right, right. was a transplant
2: from from the but, uk but bless, um the crazy thing is is in the last let's say maybe four or five years mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer The UK actually has their own that grime style that that flow Whereas before, anytime you listen to like UK, like London, I'm talking, mm-hmm. it was it all, sounded like Dipset. It sounded like, like New York rap. But what
0: I meant, yeah, when I would hear that New York vibe with that accent, it, it just was. I wasn't believing. And it. I get yeah, that. Yeah. But, but now, now oh, when oh, I oh, hear different. them on like you know that um, that track with uh, Steph, Lon- London and, yeah, uh, Steph London and uh, Idris Alba mm-hmm. and all of them, I think that song is hella swaggy, mm-hmm. and I love the British mm-hmm. accent on that. So. It, it grew on me And it's crazy Now they have like All their different styles
1: There's the grime There's drill Like that's mm-hmm. influenced By Chicago Chicago mm-hmm. rap And like They're, they're, they're this old uh, How good is drill music By the way Like I still I, listen To Chief
2: Keef Like fuck yeah, that Yeah
1: I, I, I'm completely Obsessed with UK drill right now Yeah That's great Like they They, they have such A different vibe And the, the, the cadence
0: uh, On the beats mm-hmm. Is completely different See a lot of people Don't understand Maybe That come from a more a traditional era of hip hop mm-hmm. that some of the new music is cool mm-hmm. because it is not necessarily focused on the lyrical mm-hmm. uh, content, mm-hmm. but it's an energy and like, it's a, a vibe mm-hmm. that they're creating uh, not only with the production but the way they're writing it exactly. But like a couple guys like L- Lowski, uh Eddie One, and like a-, a couple
1: of these guys are bringing the lyrical to. With the energy, which is so interesting,
2: like give me, I, give me the names again if
1: you don't mind. Lowski. Just Lowski? Yeah, L O S K I.
2: Okay, because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go search this one. I'm
1: is His whole album is bangers after bangers. Kay.
0: he's from the UK. Yeah, UK, and Eddie
2: yeah. One. Eddie One. Yeah, I'm old school. I like six seven. Uh, you know, six seven. They're like, they're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Um, like, like gigs, obviously. You know, gigs. Like, you yeah, know, definitely. Those guys, uh, Skepta, yeah, it's Ske- exactly, Skepta. And, and, but
1: and it's funny because what's, what's one the of white my boy's
2: f- name. Sorry to interrupt. What's the mm-hmm. white boy's name? I loved. He kept going to jail and then coming out. He gets Rock Nation contracts and oh, are talking contracts. He looks like you a little bit, actually. Who is it? He, he? Was looks a like cat. you uh, blue? Something blue. I know who boy, you're talking. Not about. blue. No, blue boy. blue's from here. I know Joe Blue. Something blue. Don't I? No, he's He's a white boy, and he goes to jail. <laughs> and then every time he like has a buzz, back in jail. And then he he's like Gucci Mane. of, he's Gucci but, made of but the
1: whole drill scene, they shut it down. Like they're really taking off videos of the internet because and, they're wow. scared that yeah, that because these everyone guys has, has, a, has a face mask and
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? It's real. You know, it, it, people sometimes sleep on Europe. They don't understand that you know London and Paris and Marseille are grimy. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's, and there's, it's and there's funny no guns. to me
1: because one of my first. Uh, huge featuring was JME mm-hmm. and like uh, Skepta's brother and he basically heard one of my beats on Boiler Room mm-hmm. that people were freestyling on. Shouts out to Sophie from uh, Boiler Room back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she asked for a couple beats for people to freestyle on and JME heard that and he was like, dog, I need this beat right now. Nice. And it ended up on his album and we went gold with that album and Dope. it was like my first real like placement featuring that Rock i've yeah, ever buddy. got Congrats. so that's that, that yeah, good for that you that's that that, so, that
0: so sick that takes me to my next question so musically mm-hmm. what have been some of the highlights of 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 your career so far for people who might not be familiar mm-hmm. with you who might be hearing about you the first I, who have you worked with
2: what, the, what, the tommy Cruise rap sheet if you had to break it down just a i mean, a little, I mean a defi- little,
1: definitely um, like ASAP Yams back in the day brought me rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah, rest I, in peace Yams. He's right here. Nice. Um, yeah. Hold on. Show it again. I saw
0: ASAP Ferg yesterday.
1: Actually, hell yeah. Yeah, I seen Ferg yesterday. Uh, we toured uh, Australia together. That was so sick. Uh, but I think Yams opened a lot of doors in the states for me, mm-hmm. and like put me in contact with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it was all about that. And Tommy he, Yams didn't rap. He was Yams behind didn't the scenes. Rap. He was just a behind the G- scenes give, guy. Give, give us who Yams was. He was like the best A&R that was not an A&R.
0: He was obviously like obviously behind for those who might not be familiar, obviously behind ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg and the yeah. whole ASAP movement. <laughs> and and basically he opened a lot of doors for
1: the states for me and uh put me in contact with so many people so Like, in the States, when we did the Border Room with Migos, their first show in New York. You DJed? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I opened for Migos, their first show in New York, and then did the, like, first Migos show in L.A. Dope. Uh, Like, it was all, like... It was all like last
0: minute things. So too. Yams just was like, I took a liking to this kid. Exactly. Uh, I want him to come DJ for this. Exactly. put me with the guy uh, with no. uh, with no. uh,
1: the girl that was organizing the boiler room and he was like, yo, you should play that. And then uh, um, definitely some huge moments like in my career was getting the featureings that I thought I would never get. Like? So I got one with Playboy Cardi and a Hood Rich Pablo one, which was. How did that come about? Uh, it's all Brodinski Brodinski which is a famous like uh, French DJ that moved to production and he's only chilling in Atlanta and working with Atlanta kids and uh, he was in the studio they walked in and they were like we need a different beat and he put one of my beats on and he got like this crazy collab that because good for of you man that, good for but, you but that because of me that i played on a small radio because i drank you know <laughs> two three shots and i was like okay i'll play a little exclusive mm. nothing something different not thinking that like some kid would record the mm. snippet but because the playboy cardi fans are like
0: huge diehard, yeah They're, yeah die hard. yeah
1: and they recorded it and it ended up like two three <laughs> months later on youtube so I was like Okay there's no way and We can release
2: Sometimes when you see Those snippets on Instagram Even myself I'm a grown ass man Yeah If I see someone Previewing a track With bad quality Yeah I'm waiting for that track I remember like mm-hmm. Boosie put out a song A couple months ago And I waited like Three four months And but, like I'm checking YouTube Yeah Give me Shout out Boosie
0: Boosie's good people man But <laughs> it's Boosie funny D-O-G. It's funny you mentioned Boosie Because like Everybody always gives Boosie a bad rap Because he had ah, that crazy Because he had that crazy case And he was right, on right, death right. row But I remember meeting Boosie Years ago, 10 years ago in Vegas. And Boosie.
2: I met Those Shug the, Knight and Boosie the same night. Well, Tupac, actually, Tupac, Tupac and Boosie are the two That's realists crazy. in my opinion. But
0: I met Pac when I was eleven. I met <laughs> Shug in my early twenties. But the same night that I met Shug with that funny story right, that I told right, right. once, um, we'll, we'll tell Tommy after. We were downstairs at uh, at at one of the one of the big hotel casinos in Vegas. I don't remember. Uh-huh. And this guy from the clothing business was like, "Oh, this guy Bossy Boosie, I don't know what his name is. He's a really good guy. Like you should meet him." And me, Boosie... And this and, and and this guy from the clothing business, uh, shout out John Gurman. Actually, uh, his son, his son Chad is is now active in the scene and works with Young Troy and a mm-hmm. bunch of other people. Um, Boosie. Uh, actually, sorry, John is his <laughs> uncle. Sorry, John is his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> sure. Introduced me to Little Boosie randomly in Vegas. Yeah, this, is, this is
2: after he's out. Like this isn't like this is before he went in. this is before he went down.
0: This is when he dropped his first track. At radio. Wow. Wipe me down. Yeah. 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 And uh he was the fucking nicest guy. Yeah. And we were, we, we you know, we hung out all evening. We were doing shots of patrol. <laughs> you met Boosie? I never met Boosie. Okay. We I kind of d- wish. We were doing shots of Fair Patron enough. and then we all went up to that crazy party where Suge Knight was at the but bar. You got, and- you got
2: Boosie prior, which is probably the Yeah, he didn't even blow bo- up yet. He's the wildest. This is a Boosie that we don't even like. This is Webby's
0: friend, Boosie. Yeah, and you know, bro, like that's why when I heard all this crazy shit about his case and him being on death row, I was like, yo, I don't see it like that guy. You know, sometimes you meet somebody and they have a cold energy, and you're like, oh, maybe they did some weird shit. It- sometimes you look people in their eyes and they're you know they kill but the guy's a right. genu- was a genuinely yeah. cool yeah. humble good dude who you'd bring to your crib mm-hmm. and wouldn't even be like you know what I'm saying like
2: you yeah. he, he didn't give me that I'm vibe with you all I'm all with all you um mm-hmm. the, reason, the reason the reason why we we brought a boosie yeah. is cuz I'm a huge fan, mm-hmm. and anytime he previews a track, I'm literally like, he's in his living yeah, room. Yeah, he's with dope. His he's, he's great.
1: There's a whole culture around snippets right now. I love that. And game. and and basically, they make songs really hot.
2: Off you know who's snippet. the best at it? Sorry to cut you off. You know who's the best is uh, Lil Nas. Yeah, he's previewing all his next songs, and I'm on in, uh, Twitter. I don't even go on Twitter anymore mm-hmm. because I want to see what this guy is up to. He's putting out like snippets of his songs. This guy's gonna have a platinum album.
0: Well, They're, bro, he's already out of here with he's that there, single. Yes, he's, he's on he's, the level. He's crossed genres for mm-hmm. fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's nobody's a- been able to do that. And you know, people tried. Don't get that one twisted. LL tried to do a country feature. Nelly tried to do Young mad Thumb. country grammar. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it always came across. No, this is
2: good with Billy Little Ray. cheesy. Mm-hmm. You know? How, uh, yeah, think I,
1: I think Young Tug was kind of the originator. On I'm that, sure he was uh, on, on, on making the like the 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 the, the rap. Uh, it was the Thug Egg.
2: Girls album that last? Yeah, one beautiful Thug Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Such a great album. Yeah,
1: that the family don't matter song and oh, uh, with the video, it's, cry at the end uh, with, it, with yo, the girl. The first time I heard it, I cried. Right, one time I, I had tears. One time that's I, dope. Thought, I hug you? <laughs> i straight up
0: right cried. two no, grown men is... bonding over young thug <laughs> no yeah. i like isn't... how androgynous hip-hop is dude that girl at oh, the i'm the end. joking he's, he's, me, it he's an true. artist it's he's true. an artist it's Tommy, so that great that... that girl at the end
2: that girl at the i i have tears in my eyes i swear to yeah. god yeah that girl at the end when she starts belting it out
0: yeah oh, oh. <laughs> moments vibes yeah, yeah yeah
2: but it's cool that it's there right now it's
1: yeah. cool that like it's not like a bunch of like old concerned dudes about the state of hip-hop anymore and yeah. everything Lord Jamar yeah. like I'm so happy that it's not that anymore Yeah. but I'm, you know what though like I
0: feel I like that. the era that we're in with social media being the you know the, the game is on social media yeah. right everybody's living on social media yeah. everybody's hearing snippets on social media mm-hmm. learning about culture mm-hmm. that you know when the mashup scene started and the chop and screws we saw the melting of cultures but now like the borders have melted away I think you know what I'm trying to say like fusion is is here exactly but I think with social
1: media and everything exposed people are just learning to be better persons Mm -hmm. every day and Mm -hmm. I fucking love that I fucking love that keeps people
0: responsible because you can't just be a piece of shit bully you're gonna get roasted there's gonna be pushback
1: exactly so I love that everyone kind of gets put on blast
0: for whatever they do yeah. because you learn to be a better person. True. Like and and hey, you know what? That's the first you're the first person who's came on here and actually had that perspective. Right? True. Because it's we've true. had so many people who have been like, you know, you know uh we lost the feeling of uh you know that 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 human contact uh-huh. and, and, and having to be in the street and being a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Which I think everything in life is a balance. I,
1: I, I, I still find that sad that
0: like there's a good side and a bad and side. And you're definitely. a good example because you're between the two generations. Yes, you're not exactly. a kid, yeah. but yeah. you're and not I'm an not old Z. head. Yeah. exactly. And you kind of came on the cusp of both as I did yeah. and as he did. And what I think benefits guys in our age bracket, mm-hmm. you know, is, how do I say this? Social media should open the door. Mm-hmm. But without that personal relationship that you had with ASAP Yams mm-hmm. you don't end up playing those shows and getting those features and and do you that, understand what I'm saying yeah, so definitely if definitely. you had met whoever on social media mm-hmm. that would have been a great door opener and that would have been an opportunity that you didn't have 10 years prior mm-hmm. but what you do with it and mm-hmm. how likable and charismatic and talented and you are is what's gonna catch you there.
1: and I'm not a person that like really expose all of my stuff online or like talk no it's to, and I don't, so you're not and I don't talk to people all day on stories exactly. of, or whatsoever but it connects you with people but you gotta keep that human touch because I think that's what misses uh the most right now is the fact that like OGs and young people don't connect as much because all the information is out there for the young ones to be like informed about mm-hmm. everything, but they don't know the feel of it. They don't know how to...
0: First-hand uh, experience. It. Well, exactly. for instance, I have so many people that I worked with in the music business over the years mm-hmm. uh, come on the show. Mm-hmm. How many young cats... Do their research as to who the fuck Tommy Cruz is, or who the fuck Ricky Diaz, or who the fuck Corey mm-hmm. Shapiro is, right? Mm-hmm. If they haven't heard, or maybe they have heard, mm-hmm. and use this platform to make a comment, to reach out, and yeah. say, "Yo, I want to, I want to intern for you." Yeah, right? I saw you talking. Please with do, Blais. guys. Right, I comments. love what you're about. Yes, you know. I don't know why people wouldn't do that more because if I was in their shoes, I would be watching this podcast to soak up game and get at people. What Dang. my dad You know
1: what I'm saying? What my dad always told me and from when I was skating or whatsoever, he was like, go see people better than
0: you and ask questions and don't be shy. And you know what's funny? In reverse, mm-hmm. I love doing this project mm-hmm. because I get to ask people that Mm -hmm. i've been seeing around that Mm -hmm. we always had a good time we always have a shot and say what's up but we never get to do this because we always see each other at an event or you Mm -hmm. know whatever in in chaos right (laughs) in chaos so it's nice to be able to sit down with good people who are talented and motivated and learn their story and be like how the fuck did you get this feature Mm -hmm. or bless how the fuck did you meet these guys Mm -hmm. and you know there's one common thread in that when you're consistent Mm-hmm. And you're passionate, mm-hmm. and you are motivated for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You find your way, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think what I love—that's no, good knowledge. Let's take a break on that. What I what I love. Well what I love. Thank you. What I love about what you said was utilize the social media and all these amazing platforms we have at our disposal Mm -hmm. but realize that a Tommy Cruz wouldn't get those placements if he wasn't maybe doing those DJ sets Mm -hmm. where he had the opportunity to meet those people and be in in those spots,
2: being uh, outside of your 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 basement. So you gotta utilize all the cards that you have at your disposal. I
0: think
1: it's a it's a good balance of reaching out and then having a human touch and not I ju- agree. Because a lot of people will try to use that and they, they'll be all, all, only business. You're not my friend. We, mm-hmm. It's only business. It's got to be organic. Or, uh, it's got to be everything. Exactly. So it's a, you got you to gotta keep a human touch in everything that you do. And everything is not an email. Everything is not a, a, a DM. You and know? I think in
0: business in general and especially in the business of music, mm-hmm. it's so important to offer, to be of service. In a business situation. Uh-huh. If you want to open the door to, to trade, mm-hmm. you want to say, hey, I see you're going to be in Montreal for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Instead of what can I get from you, I would love to put you on the list. I'm DJing this really cool party. I'm going to get you let yeah, yeah. Come c-
1: through. Come to the basement of my place. I'll show you beats. And whatever. We we I, we have a yep. booth at the place. We yep. can record a demo. and Of like, course. And, of course. And, and, and that's how I kind of touched down with a bunch of people. We put... Like one night we came home and like, we taped a, um, a, a good mic on a Ikea lamp in uh, the, the, the closet. And then from there, like some some kids from France came in mm-hmm. and I was like, come to the crib. And they would spend the entire day, we would, we would make two songs and like yeah. stuff like that. And then it, go
0: to the club after, you do your set, they have fun, whatever, whatever, and just kill two birds with one stone constantly. And
1: when we started doing tours in the States,
0: how did that come about let me slow you down.
1: um i think some of the f- my first tour in the states was with rl grime a huge edm artist okay and uh when was uh, this that was in 2015 okay. mm-hmm. and we did like 60 dates in the states we did uh, australia and new zealand Dope. and basically even on that tour we would try to invite rappers in their own cities or whatsoever Don't. like so i got to invite some of my favorite rappers because we mm. had a platform we had a huge show and 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 uh rl grime henry was so nice to uh, uh, allow you uh, allow me to do that and then we did the after that the just raptor me and ryan word that put me onto this group uh we we're on the same management team and matt Langel was like, we're going to do a Just Rap tour. You guys Where's are your management go- based? Uh, it's in Toronto and, and LA. Um, and Matt, Matt uh, was just like, you two guys are going to go play rap and we're going to invite rappers in every city. Hmm. And
2: it, we would go to Chicago. Uh, that uh, was based off of the fact that the, the tour before, you were saying come out. So um, they kind of got that that that, that ex, mold. Ex,
1: I think I think it kind of started the thing, and Ryan was doing that too because Ryan was already touring, and he was like, "I'm gonna put you two guys together, and in every city, we're gonna
2: invite rappers." That's such a cool, no, look. cause because no, look idea. at now all the big tours that are going on. That's what they do. Exactly. Do you think you had something to do with that? Was that before people I, were? Calling? I wouldn't. I wouldn't
1: say that. Give yourself I, some
2: credit if you can. I'm no, like,
1: but I wouldn't say that because. We just reached out to people we loved mm-hmm. and we were fans of, and they would all answer yes. It was we'll be there. We were like, you're gonna walk I'm... in, you're gonna get one k, you're gonna get an N S C bottle as soon as you come <laughs> in. We'll have a great time. It,
2: it's, but it's, but it, were you personally, or was your management who was making that contact? It it would be. Or else Ryan, or else me, or else
1: the management. But sometimes it was just us sending a DM or in even the a city. text message if you have the guys. And, notes, would be, right? and it would be the day of. Wow. And like what, like coming in the car to the city, we would like just DM, DM or like email. We're in your city. Are you around? We're in your city. We would love to have you at our show. And we had a good platform where we were able to perform like to uh, in, in good theaters or. Uh, in good. Uh, yeah. How big uh, were the venues? That's another. Like, thing, right? like from from venues that were 400 to like venues that had like a thousand
2: people okay. capacity. Okay. So uh, so there's there's profit to be made. Is what ex- I'm saying. Exactly. It's, it's not like you're going on tour. Some people go on tour. They go in the small all age venue and we were 75 lucky, people. You know We were what I mean? lucky to have like there's an actual fan base exactly
1: and um that was so interesting because i got to perform with some of my favorite artists awesome. and uh th- and that probably people didn't know of mm-hmm. but like that are running like their 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 their, their, their thing now so, so it's can crazy I, can i ask you something Go like, for
2: completely it. off subject we'll get back to it i just it's bothering me and i want to i want to know Les Anticipateurs? Les yeah, les... les Anticipateurs. Okay, who are they? Are they are they real? Are they a joke? Like, that party looks like it's a fun fucking time. Les Anticipateurs. me, La, d- like, explain, les Ants- explain to a Jewish West Island, you <laughs> perfect, know what I mean? Like, perfect, <laughs> Le, So,
1: Les Anticipateurs is basically um, a representation of what redneck Quebecer could be. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, they're okay. real Quebecers. They're, they, they
2: look like a fun fucking time.
1: It's it it's so funny because Bless you know it is you these it, guys,
2: it, right? You heard the name? Noah. Okay, not so he familiar. goes on tour with them. These guys are like they're dressed like I've never seen guys like that. They don't give a fuck. Exactly. Talk and they have them, the t the, the, pain
1: glasses and, and, and They're they, ten years behind they on they the always style kept, they They always kept their personalities uh kind of hidden, but they they have this huge persona where they're the they're the, the the real redneck entity of Quebec they <laughs> they embody uh, pickup trucks Fords uh, F150s to uh, 750s yeah, yeah. they 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 talk about cocaine and they talk about like nuts <laughs> it's basically what could happen in in outside of Montreal, <laughs> yeah. And worse. they've been making like this, like kind of humor, humor, yeah. humoristic rap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a parody, but they're parody. serious about it. Exactly, it, that's it, what I got. Exactly, yeah. it's basically that, and so it's uh, a fun project. A, exactly, it's the fun part it's of fun. making they show up music less
2: with with goggles. Yeah, and, but I mean and, they're doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? It's like fun. They, they look like nuts. They, they show, show up it, with like,
1: a they 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 show up to a show with eight strippers and like <laughs> throw like uh, the flower on stage yeah, and like yeah. it's kind of like the riffraff back in yes, the day. Yes, yes. But course. they were already doing it. It all came from Mook Life.
2: Right. It all came from. I don't MOOC know Life. them personally, but I just I've always been a fan. They're amazing. Stick. They're Sounds amazing. like a fun project. Just it's can we can such, you explain Mook Life too? For, for those that are outside of Montreal that are watching. Mook Life was a,
1: a counterculture platform where we would present graffiti, rap, and like anything. Cannabis a little bit. A, yeah, exactly. And they would just show people that
2: don't want to use the same road home every day. And they go look sh- up what a mook is. Like, Google a mook. Yeah. A mook is like an anti-counterculture yeah. asshole.
1: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of being a piece of shit. And I... <laughs> i don't (laughs) think like the project could like live in this day and age but it represented like kind of the last uh the last uh uh, last of the dying breed of people that didn't give a yeah and that would do whatever they wanted to do (laughs) and
2: kind of quebec hippies
1: kind of but it's worldwide it's crazy because even in australia people would stop me in the street and it would be mook live
2: and i'd be like what? right wow who's who's the main guy that has the mook life instagram account right now it's it's Stan. it's dan yeah. so his content that he puts out i mean i got to reach out to him because mm-hmm. i actually hit up 80 rock yeah and i i know that they're friends and yeah. 80 and i go back yeah and and what i want to do is i want to hit him up i do videos yeah i want it like this guy he's he's constantly putting out content and bless it's it's it's, it's cannabis stuff it's oh, this I know, guy, i'm very familiar time, with it right? i'm you familiar it with it I just I want to. He, I want to be down. I want to be super. Luke in. Life was kind of like a new school version of
0: what Vice was when they started. Exactly, but culture, but without,
1: but without like subventions and everything. Oh yeah, obviously. Without grant, they yeah. were just an like, independent. It, it, was just, it was just a voice of the street, of course, wow, so and good. a so cynical good. voice mm. of the street yeah. and a
0: funny. Cynical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Voice and I, I, I always loved the tone mm-hmm. of the articles. The, it was really the, the, the tone, is like what you and your boy would say while you're getting drunk and hope nobody heard it, like on the low. Not
1: necessarily that, it was more like a slap to the face, yeah. Like, I, I think because it, it was when politically I,
2: charged, it was, yeah. It was always politically charged.
1: Yeah, definitely. And they were like always dissing the city. And like. And now that cannabis is legal, it kind of like... But you know what I I liked about... It's good that he moved to that because he's so dedicated to that and uh, he really wants people to have a people's platform for cannabis where it's not related to a company. It's not related. So shout out to Stan. He's doing a great
2: job with that. Awesome. Shout out to Stan.
0: Yes. I don't know you, but yo, shout out to Stan. Definitely. And I found I found it was always like honest too. Yeah. Like he would say the shit we're all thinking. So we'd be like, Yeah, good good good. good that he said that. Yeah and fuck that. Of course uh, course his name was
1: Ard too often.
2: (laughs) 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 Makes sense. Do you guys fuck with fuck no MTL?
1: Have you seen I, that? I, I, I've seen that a bit. I, I think sometimes it's just like, oh my god, it's like it's all the problems in the city. Yeah, that's exa- what it is. exactly. But it, it but has a tone that reminds me. I love. I, I love. I, fuck no, Montreal wouldn't exist without
2: Muclive. That's that's for what sure. I'm saying. It's but, almost a disciple. Exactly. That's it, how I see it. It's, exactly. it's Generation two.
0: Definitely. So Special. let me ask you musically. Mm-hmm. What are you fucking with now? Where are you at? What are you working on? What's inspiring you? Nice. I, talk to nice. me about talk a, to me about what's going on right now. Basically, I had a full project with a bunch of USA
1: features like O.G. Mako, Johnny Senko, a, a lot of- uh, O.G. Mako? Yeah. yeah like, I mean, that
2: song was disgusting. Yo, Doug- he, and in, he the, did in the some, elevator. And, what, he did
1: some, and he did some great stuff. It was, uh, you guessed it. Oh. Yeah. And, oh, that was- and bitch, you guessed. It. Yeah, and <laughs> and basically we got uh, a bunch of features, and then I got sick. I like I got this huge skin infection that made me kind of disappear for six months. Wow! And like I, when I came back, what, what, I was really, What kind of what? I got scabies and some so, some Shit. other thing. But, but we that, spoke
2: off camera; they didn't know what it was, so they like, didn't know what it was. And they would
0: give me meds, and it would fuck up my body. What did it want? come from? Is this an internal? An internal thing, it's in your skin,
1: it's in your skin, it's in between your skin and like your flesh, so you don't catch it. You kind of just i i catched it. it. I went to do a show in Seattle and slept in the like this, like four star hotel, slept in a girl, no, not even, not even. It's It's it's, it's probably (laughs) the bath. I'm joking, no, but when I caught it, I was like, yo, what's happening to me, and I went to do like uh, the 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 it's uh. Uh, MST like uh, Checkup I was right. like I thought I had something I was like I got gonorrhea Right <laughs> And, and, and the, I di- I did the test And the guy was like No you, you don't have anything I was like Run it back Do it again Like please <laughs> That's the name of my next single Yeah,
3: back Run it back
1: not for the same Couple reason Couple chains light work That's 100 stacks uh, But trap <laughs> <laughs> But it's crazy Like I uh, I disappeared For like probably Six months Because of that yeah. And when I came back And he did to reach out to people probably that I didn't even fuck with their music, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do music. And mm-hmm. I think it's the best choice that I did because I had access to a couple featurings from the States that set my bar up there mm-hmm. and I wanted to do that only. Sure. And basically I did some even better music with people that at first I was not necessarily interested mm-hmm. with. And Doug, that, that's what helped me kind of like get out, get out of my bubble.
0: Yeah. Get that passion the to- bubble. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm working on an album with like, like it's six songs with like uh, uh, Montreal kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, we, can we name some names or? Uh, there's basically CJ Flemings, K. Kevin Nash,
2: Do's God. Okay. You got a uh, Nate on there or it's coming? You say? A Nate track or it's coming? I'd love to see a Tommy Cruise Nate track personally. I,
1: I, I really want I really want to get right? one with Nate. I get, really want we please. sat down together. I really want to get one with Nate. He's one of the most exciting artists from Montreal. That's Nate coming could be with. our guy. I think Nate is gonna be our guy once he dropped this album. I think I think that's our guy and you he think he's doing a great job in LA yep. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but I started uh, reaching out to people from France because I got interested in French music. So I got Retro X uh, on the project and then a Cadence Weapon. Dope. And uh, I really got interested in like kind of getting out of my bubble. And I've, it's well, really what... Well, you are doing
2: you're doing some like pop stuff now yeah exactly. you don't have to name names because obviously like but
1: like what pushes me like it could be techno dancehall pop uh rap very particular rap scenes like like i said i'm really interested in like uh, uh drill uk drill mm-hmm. and then detroit rap that's really mm-hmm. fast right now the mm-hmm. this whole scam stuff i'd love it like you I, I, with the, killer
2: mike I, uh, not the mike sorry mike mike little mike mike out of detroit i don't know Okay, I got one for you. Okay. Off camera, perfect. I
1: got one for you. Perfect. A Detroit perfect. guy. But, um, but it's it, it's really that. There's so much that pushes me and that I'm inspired by that I really want to try to do something different. So you're
0: working on a solo project right exactly. now? Exactly. Uh, All EP. your production with different, uh, with different it, artists? With
1: only vocalists. Exactly. No more. What's it called? Do you have a name for it yet? It's Thomas Croisiard. Okay. It's the French Tommy Cruz name. Okay. Well, there I'm going to play go. you some records. I'm going to play some Yeah, perfect, perfect. I'm play you perfect, some records. <laughs> just going with that and that project gave me a different energy a different drive and that's what I kind of want to do I started working with this girl Laurence Narbonne from Montreal which is an amazing producer and singer and I I really love that like we have this like crazy grind we did one session but in one session we did like four beats and I was like in five hours and I was like wow that's don't crazy because we had a bunch of ideas out. and we can send that to other people. Sure. And I want to keep it like that. I just want to send ideas to people and see how the ideas evolve. Get e- some placements. Evo- e- evolve.
0: Continue to get some placements and work on your solo project. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because at the end of the day, but then I dropped songs with like Maxo Cream and Trippy Red mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that was on Maxo Cream's project, which is kind of like my main thing that i really want to do i really want to get how did
0: that come about that opportunity to work with Maxwell cream has
1: been one person that has fucked with me on every of his project and every time he's worked on a project he really got to me like he really hollered at me like i and need it's one. time for we, trippy
2: red it, exactly and, 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 and it's always out look. of
1: nowhere i'll send beats and three months later he's like okay i got this one with trippy red it's wow. gonna come out in a month and i was like Dog, where is he based He's from Houston, Texas. Cool, awesome. And and from from that, just kind of like becoming a thing. It's always fun, and I love it that like it can be sending stuff online and then getting it back. And mm-hmm. yeah, I got trippy red on this song. I'm like, dog, this is
2: huge. No, it's a big and deal. That's this a this big is deal. huge, Good and like you.
1: that's a great look. But at the same time, I love being in the room with people. I sure. love seeing an uh, an idea that. I love kind of the executive producer thing Mm -hmm. where you oversee it from exactly beginning to end. I'm good with the sequencing on the songs Mm -hmm. and kind of like getting the idea together. And I love, like, okay, we could, like, make a pre-chorus here. Yeah. We could do yeah. a bridge. The you bigger like, picture y- stuff. Y- you, you exactly.
0: Like, well, you like you like basically shaping the way the actual song is going to come exactly. out. Exactly. Rather than just sending a beat and they kind of and put a, the filters and the drum cuts and the breaks. And, and, and
1: the, a, a lot of the kids I work with, like, uh, that are producing, they're like, oh, like, they send me the... the the craziest beats. Like, they're so good, but like, it's mostly loops. And I'm like, okay, send me the stems. We're going to put this together and make a song out of 100%. it.
3: 100%. And,
0: Re- and I love love And I love to do that. And I, you know what? The real art, like you said, there's a lot of kids who can make a cool beat, but can they make a big song? It's easy to make beats, it's mm-hmm. hard to make songs. That's right. It. And I come
1: from, and uh, I, I think my background was really remixed. Mm-hmm. i love to do well, remixes. you come from the
2: chopped and that's the exactly. remix exactly a- that era exactly. is remix era. but
1: then i would get acapellas i would like get like a chief keep guys i would mm-hmm. ask for their acapellas mm-hmm. and they would send to me and I, for for like a year or two i was just only dropping remixes right breaking and I, down people's and acapellas I love, and... to, I love to so do that it.
0: helped you when it came to sequencing and building exactly, song structures for your own exactly mm-hmm.
1: and that's what i love to do right now song structures
2: Kind of like getting an idea together. Can Tommy Cruise uh, and I'm talking to you about you in what, the third person now. Yeah. Can, can 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 someone reach you and sit down, book time with you? Do they have that option? They definitely have the option. I I I, I as much as I love producing artists that want to like further their career. If
1: they hit you up, like, can you spend time with them? Do you have that? I wouldn't say that I got the perfect idea for you. Okay. But I I. Love to show you what we can do with your accessible you got. is all
0: I'm asking. Yeah, definitely. Okay, That's definitely. A good definitely. And let me ask you on on outside of the production front, because obviously that's a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing DJ wise? Are you still touring? I, are you do you have a residency? I, I answer. Are you are you interested had, in
2: pushing it? Plus, 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 he had the the uh was it called? Like the virus? Yeah. So it kind of put a backseat to it. Exactly. And now he realizes that he loves producing. I'm sorry. I'll we talked off camera. It no, happens. Perfect. <laughs> well, I, thank you I'm for spoiling <laughs> for spoiling the show. That's what he's here no, to talk that's about. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, one. but it's true. <laughs>
0: continue answering for the guests, Lemmy. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right? <laughs> we thank can work you. Together. Tommy, can bring me on
2: tour anytime. You <laughs> wouldn't
0: want him to actually have to think during the interview. You can just do it no, for us. Right.
1: Tommy,
2: you could leave. You could leave.
1: Like, <laughs> no, but for real, it kind of like changed a bit my perspective yeah. that i was djing a lot uh that was i was drinking not, a lot drinking i mean it's different. a it's it's kind of Those a toxic it's kind of a toxic lifestyle if you're going out to dj two three times a week you're hungover over f- like
0: five days a week you're living like a college kid you're sleeping like <laughs> shit already <laughs> you're drinking too much because you're you know there's nothing else to do when you're doing your gig but now, I don't necessarily drink
1: that much or whatsoever. I'll go to whatever party drives me to go to mm-hmm. where a, a good artist is playing or there's someone's birthday that I really love. Is Shout out to the birthday it, party in the West it, Island. Is exactly. That's <laughs> where I'm going tonight. But producing really got to me where I wanted to make the music. I, I love DJing. It's my first. It's my first love, and I love to do it. Some of the times I'll DJ is where I walk in the club and I'll I'll move someone, and I'm like just know, just I'll, for fun. I'll play for 40 minutes. You can take a break. Just to spar, exactly, and yeah. I love it. Just to keep it yourself sharp. But um, I don't think I could produce as much if I'm touring crazy, mm-hmm. and I kind of love working on songs, and I that's what I want to push, and you know. Uh, it's always been a thing for me to work on the things that I thought I was less good at and, but then developing that, it just made me more interested in it Mm -hmm. and the fact that now I understand like classical music theory and stuff Dope. is making me that like I love it and I want to produce because you more. have that flexibility that you could take it everywhere you're exactly. not
0: stuck on what the loop and is and I
1: don't want to tour if I don't have a project out so
0: no. like I don't want to push that so you're pushing the production full full speed and yeah. the DJing is more just once in a while yeah exactly and, and who know, it
2: might come back around yeah, yeah exactly yeah, and
1: back in the days I was kind of doing videos with Vice and a bunch of other media I love
2: the Matty Matheson one. Oh, yeah man. that was funny. That's the first time I ever saw you, by the way. Like yeah. on camera. Yeah. And you weren't the local guy that I knew through friends. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love doing that, but kind I kind of wanted to st- step away from that a bit just to get into your production shit. Yeah, That's, exactly. This it man's a producer.
0: It makes sense. Plus, if you have this lane that you've been able to carve um, might as well go full steam towards that. You know, you have I mean, a trippy yeah, red yeah, placement. You have a Playboy Cardi record. Yeah, there's no reason not to. You have these things that are taking shape. So you know, go full speed. Exactly, and um, I just i
1: I've been interested a lot with uh, young, but not necessarily young artists, but like artists that are starting and mm-hmm. uh, they have something interesting. Mm-hmm. And I've been reaching out to people like, I want to do a four song EP with you. And mm-hmm. just to have a clear idea, because back in the day I was just like send beats and throw it in the air, mm-hmm. but now I like I,
2: specifically you're picking. I I,
1: I exactly and that's I, when
2: you're in a good place though. You know, exactly, can, and I, I, I
1: want to throw an idea that's like kind of concept. already polished concept. to that exactly. And I'm like, let's make a four
0: track EP mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah, and like and I, that's and you what I want to push. I, I think that's really dope because I think like that's what's missing whether it's from labels or from producers, there's a lack of artist development because Definitely. just Definitely. like producers mm-hmm. need to find their sound, artists need to find their sound. It's su- and super important. Two heads are always better than one. So super. when you're just emailing a, a, a track and the, Artist is isolated, and he's just doing his best on it. Mm-hmm. And you just did your best without him in mind. Mm-hmm. No, no. It that the, the synergy that, can't that always concept's be. Concept's there. not there. And yeah. and
1: and basically, I remember that like I w- I had access, you know, to do big songs with big artists. And like uh, I had to uh, uh, sit down in the studio with like Coeur de Pirate and some uh, other artists. And that was when I was like s- severe sleep apnea. Uh, like. a problem yeah a huge problem for me and i
2: was not able to do a good session that i was proud of and And do you prefer sessions that are that are live now or do you like when like you can speak to the guy and say this is what i'm asking you for no i love being there you like being in the
1: exactly and and i was kind of sad because i stepped away from those sessions and i was like not proud of it because i was not able to translate the idea that i had in my mind to the music Mm. and I went to a songwriting camp uh, with the SOCAN Mm -hmm. and uh, we have to do five pop songs every day from nine in the morning to uh, 10 at night or 11.
2: Baby, I love you songs like nonstop, right? No, just
1: like Like huge songs. Placeable radio anthems. Exactly, Mm. exactly. with different artists every day so there's like five producer camps and there's five chalets uh, all next to each other Mm -hmm. and the vocalists go from one chalet to the other every day it's like it's like speed dating dog yeah dog (laughs) the second day the second day my mind was already dead wow because of all the efforts we put in the
0: first song sure and And, and i was
1: kind of like Starting to get into
2: musical. who were some
0: other producers and writers that were at the camp? That uh, uh that I we was may teamed know. up with Shashu, okay. Shout um, out to him. there was uh, a shout
2: out to Don Carnage and Shashu because those yeah, I, guys, I, I those are my Chachou. original friends in rap music. Shashu
1: so you know. did uh, the, the biggest part of the work, and I was kind of like trying to express vocally what. We should do mm-hmm. more because I wasn't there in production where I was able to translate everything awesome. uh, on the computer. And it was a setup and everything. And they put me with him and it was super great. Shashu is a fucking... Yeah,
2: he's dope. He's a god at, at
1: this. He's yeah. so good. He's, the we the put technical so
2: side of producing is next, next level.
1: Exactly. Right? And then there was like Robo a guy from Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, the guy is a problem. There was a Noah Bearer. Uh, a guy from NDG that's insane. I never heard that name. And then there was like kind of who's, more... Who's Noah Bear? Um, I've,
2: I've, I like, It sounds like a great uh, producer name. That's why I think...
1: He's insane. He's insane. Okay, so I'm going to look for it. He's so good. The guy makes insane songs. Um, and there was more kind of like classical Quebec producer mm-hmm. that, that, that does that a bit more folk and everything. Mm-hmm. And... Doug, this camp changed my whole perspective
0: of music That's I dope. needed to be there Absolutely. I came back I was dead but you were a better producer exact- understanding and you know soaking up how other people do things versus the way you did things and, and- every day it's different every day
1: every vocalist is different and it it, it showed me that I would show up to sessions kind of trying to do the same thing over and over
3: Ooh.
1: where you I you have to take the time I needed, with each artist exactly and I've be, always been a people's person and I know that everyone is different and I know I've always been comfortable with people where uh, like to 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 to, to uh, appreciate and like respect their mood respect their, how how they are and musically and uh, in sessions it was not c- kind of translating because I kind of thought that I always needed to do the same thing to bring my sound, mm. but it was not that. Like it was more like learn how Let to it work. develop natural. Exactly, work with the person and see where your sound is gonna take
2: you. I don't. I don't want to sound corny, but it's kind of like. Uh it sounds terrible. Go, go. It, Yeah, no, it does. It, it's it's kind of like romantic in a way. It is it's like like I hate the like like, like go on that tip. I know, <laughs> it like, is. Fuck off. No, but like, but it, it's kind
3: of
0: like,
2: like it's, in it's, session. I, I've seen some those.
1: people try to appropriate the the moves. It's not it, a
2: gay thing. No, if, if you're in the studio and you're vibing, and it's a producer and someone that doesn't know each other, and then you hit that that chord, I've seen it where are like, like whoa Yeah, like like now we're now we're vibing and now yeah. we're gonna make a hit. Well do you yeah. know that
0: that's the whole, you know, n- no uh no romance need be involved, but <laughs> I'm sorry, but, I know, but, but but uh, no it's okay. It, <laughs> might, it might be romantic for you. Oh, yeah, but might, but so you know I, what I know, it is. I, all I, I it before, all jokes me? aside, okay, I spend go, go. four nights a week of my life religiously in the studio. Right, you're a studio guy. Uh I, I live there and for me, um there's no Uh, outlet that's more therapeutic than that yeah and when you are in the studio whether you're making a record or you're in the booth you know uh laying vocals down time stands still right
2: Mm -hmm. it's a special place and that's
0: the only thing because i don't meditate Mm -hmm. that i could imagine in my life that would be close to that can i Mm -hmm. can i
2: just say one thing guys where you
0: can totally sorry when you can totally remove yourself Mm -hmm. and just be in the moment and that's what's priceless about making I music. I went to,
1: to to some meditation classes and I've never seen time go by so fast. Mm. And it's the same thing. In same the thing as being in the studio. Yeah, of 100%. course. So we're
2: old school blessed. We don't meditate. He's He's right. That's probably something that like is is very Get close to, to being. Well, in that's that why zone. I brought up meditation. Right? We're, I, we're I don't
1: I don't do it re- regularly, but like some friends have been hitting me up, and they were like, "I'm doing meditation class. If you uh, want to come, it could be try it." And I think I went like three or four times, and dog, it's so terrible. Especially, Listen, right? the
0: subconscious is a powerful thing, and when you train yourself, even though I haven't done it, I can only imagine. Who knows what kind of little things could get unlocked in, in way back there in your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where does inspiration come from? Mm-hmm. Where does the vibe come from? Uh, mm-hmm. It just kind of mm-hmm. comes from. A
2: hundred percent. Comes up. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. yeah. um, just because we were on that studio vibe, and I have to give a shout out to someone. Mm-hmm. Kinetic. I don't know if you know Kinetic, Kyle. I, the the, okay, the so name this, is
1: just... He's,
2: he's a Montreal guy that's been around. He did uh, Millie Mills' first track ever. Okay. Like, we're going way back, okay? Okay. So, Kinetic and I spent a lot of time in a studio together in Montreal, Noor. It was an old church. It was a special place, okay? And, like, mm-hmm. like, the vocals in there were special, and we brought in artists, and then he brought in one of his girls. I don't know what the story is. None of my business. And they had a session in this studio. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it was it was a producer and a vocalist mm-hmm. and it was they weren't making love in the studio but the song that was created <laughs> and the beat that happened it was love making so I've this never is why that. you said romantic that, that's exactly you're right. right. I here that i am chest. you're out no, here exposing people's business here i am
0: thinking you're taking a, a scene out of hustle
2: and flow the no, movie no, hustle no, no. and flow this is flow. real life shit it's hard uh, out here for a pimp it. crazy Your name was nella okay i don't know if you know she did a couple tracks with like some bigger artists No, the the
1: name really rings a bell. The name was Nella
2: and it's kinetic. These are two of my friends, and they were in the studio, and like I don't know what their relationship is prior, but they were in the studio and these two made a song. I don't know if it came out. It could be a fucking platinum song today. Mm. But I watched them and between the beat and the vocalist, they made Love. they, They made a beautiful thing. They made a child. There's nothing better.
0: Yeah, the, There's well, nothing better than I, I, that. I, I, it's a great I, feeling. I agree with you there that there there is very little in life better than creating art from nothing that will last. And I think that it's so important as artists that we make things that... Uh, will stand the test of time mm-hmm. that will be ta- fair, timeless fair. and that should it doesn't always happen but it should always be the goal 100%. let's try and go in there and make some timeless music and leave something dope Definitely. to inspire the next I'm producers in the next i know artist. i know
2: tommy's got a birthday party and he's got to get to the west island oh, we're, we're, yeah, no, we're pushing an hour i'm, I'm just giving good. you the, the out now if you want it i'm still good okay okay mm-hmm. Just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> Again, I appreciate you coming right? the interview. I short. love the
0: West Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hit
2: the bat, Hit the bat with the so. Good
0: one. So that's where you're at now, focusing on production. Mm-hmm. What's next outside of, 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 of this solo project that you're working on? I just love Montreal, and I love... Where do you see the scene headed?
1: That's Ooh, really where I'm trying one. to take the good question. One. Good one. Yeah. I think I think we're really, really, really getting there. Um, French-wise, we French got... French is there. French, French is, is there. there. Mm-hmm. French is there. From, from uh, when I started with Saint-Pression, French is there. French is there now. Like, it's really... I was with Saint-Pression and, last and night. France, Shout out to and France is super interested, and I'm so interested in... And France, France wasn't fucking with us. Yeah, they no, they us. were
0: not. And now, I think again, it goes back to what we were saying that the floodgates are opening, the borders are melting away. Mm -hmm. People are are cool now. People, there's this lane on social media where people can fucking pick what's cool. Yeah. Like they could be like, I don't give a fuck that this guy doesn't have a million followers. He's fucking dope and he looks like he has a little movement. That's cool. I kind of like. Even that more because I know that like we'll
1: probably have a song in a month. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. like I love hitting right? these young guys like or, or, or young in the scene mm-hmm. that like I know we can get. Yeah, probably how dope to is Mike
2: Shab? Mike Shab is so dope. He's like Mike he's Shab. The first, ca- I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. but I, I he's in my car right now. I know that there's very few French-speaking artists yeah. who can rap in English and sound dope. He's probably uh, one of my favorite. Uh, it is huge, tough. A uh, huge tough.
1: problem in uh, in uh, the English, uh, Roman English person, from Montreal, is the elocution. Some people rap like I talk right now, mm. and I think that's a huge problem because I hate it's, that. Like, there's gonna be like a couple words. Like that, that, that slip in there that you're like exactly, but like, there's so many interesting uh, English artists right now, like Rosalvo. Mm. Uh, I love Rosalvo, I, I love Mike Shab, Kevin Nash, Neko, Doos God, Nate Husser um Yendo, Cape Chula, right. there, there's so many right now that are interesting. And in the French, it's crazy. Zo as the city, go, like taken Disgusting. by storm. Like this is finally music that like people
2: relate. I was bunch? with him
0: last night, actually. Also, after we had that oh, conversation, really? I was with Zo. Is
2: uh, and I I told them to to come on. Well, Bless was texting me at like one thirty in the morning last night. He, <laughs> you were at you are at the what was it called? Snoop uh, was doing a private event. Yeah, and, and I'm getting one thirty text. Yeah. This guy's on the.
0: Go, go. uh joe verse snoop did a private sick. dj set for my friend sick who owns joe verse so we had a private party there was maybe less than a hundred people there sick. and snoop was just here yeah. playing <laughs> in a hockey jersey in a Canadian jersey yeah, he all had night. the whole canadian fit i loved it yeah yeah That's snoop's fucking- a great guy and uh you know i think the city is going through finally a bit of a rebirth uh
1: a hundred percent, because you know, five years ago it was producers. Producers mm-hmm. took off the city by storm. K. Tranada, mm-hmm. I classified Lunis, Lunis, uh, Jock Green. Uh, uh, even even you—that's when I started e- to hear your exactly, name. Exactly, but like
0: from You're part te- of that group. from techno to house to, to 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 rap beats to. But you know why that was? Because we were coming off of that electro era. Exactly, right? And, and before, and, and that was Team Canada, and that was you know Grand Theft from Team Canada. I think and, what
1: was interesting is we had. Ga- ga- gatherings where a lot of the producer started doing events all together. We had the art beat and Mm -hmm. we had a couple other events where we showcased our stuff. Mm -hmm. And probably today we wouldn't go and showcase all of our new beats Mm -hmm.
0: on, on, on a stage because you know, people would record the beats or whatsoever. Really? Looking, well, people like, are gonna fucking record it on Snapchat or whatever, and then you know. I mean,
1: if you're really trying to make a song with a hot beat that you're gonna make everyone go wild at a show, you're be better wanna, off making a song, yeah, of course, exactly. Of course. And but it was really an era where we all exposed ourselves and we exposed what we do, and at our most like uh vulnerable, mm-hmm. like we would just show everything that we, mm-hmm. that we did, and I think. That's what got people interested in what we were doing because there was a lot of talent. That's very and, interesting. And and um cool, we had to bring the vocalist vibe and we're getting there. We're getting where
0: it's interesting. There's a lot of well, acts. Well, this is something we were talking about with Ricky D. Mm-hmm. Um uh you know basically uh it's going to take what the that what you guys did as 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 a squad of producers um it's going to take that for artists to blow up, meaning that people are going to have to come together and instead of making it me, 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 Push it as a movement I again.
1: still believe That doing the Me 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 Can help yourself If you're trying To develop an image And your fan base And everything Because you don't Necessarily need to be Everyone's friend In this I, scene I don't mean everyone's friend yeah. Because
0: nobody's ever Going to get along It's yeah, exactly. never worked like that exactly. That's a pipe dream But, but, but what I mean want is to see
1: Good connections
0: uh, Not between. just that
1: But like but Events this, Events Exactly that are not, But if this guy's Doing a show You know that This guy's going to open Because they're Kind of more that's like. okay yeah.
0: But you also want example Like when you went and did these tours In the States or Australia mm-hmm. And whoever was kind of you know Respected in the scene would come out for a G mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying That made it exciting for the people attending the events mm-hmm. That a Chief Keef might pop on Or a Trippie mm-hmm. Red might pop on mm-hmm. Here if you, the guy's not booked Or if you book somebody that he doesn't fuck with It's ah we just go into the strip club instead Fuck that show I ain't exactly. showing up. I don't give up. That shit's corny. And I, I think it's because we've
1: had such a long drought mm-hmm. that everyone kinda started being like, Man, what does it give if I support? Like yeah. what- can
2: I chime in? Can I chime in? Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, for sure. I think bad news passing it had was- a big had a big Part of that because we were close. Mm-hmm. We had the boy blues, and we had the eye blasts and the magnums. But what and I'm like, talking we about? Were, no, but we were stacked for I'm a lot of years. What I'm talking about? And is then it's that not, happened, and
0: it kind of like is, is it's it not about one individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair, it's fair. about mm-hmm. a scene. And what Tommy was saying, but that was the you scene had is what I'm this saying. handful of producers okay. that were able to pop mm-hmm. and to gain a buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, like A Trinidad and Fine. Lunas outside of, of the country some you know locally but they all were able to do really interesting but stuff all
1: of these producers fucked with people from the city and necessarily it like it, a couple of stuff started moving but
0: i agree with you and that's what i'm saying it took that but
1: what i'm saying it didn't change much.
0: It didn't change It much didn't
1: change you. much. And I think a lot of producers were kind of reticent to give their production to people from here thinking that they would get better things because right. like, like, is me, like me, I was in my bubble mm-hmm. where I was like, we can, I can probably get someone crazy on this. Mm-hmm. And yo, when whenever... I I popped my bubble is where I really started fucking with the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the wall I'm hitting right now because my project is mostly just Montreal influence. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of different to bring that to a wider audience Mm
0: -hmm. because nobody knows these guys. Well, listen, you have to do the international stuff. I was the poster child of that. Mm-hmm. Pre-Drake and pre, you know, there wasn't much. It was like Cardinal, Rascal. What's OG of that? When mm. I came in, mm. I was like the first one doing the big US features, filming yeah, videos in much New music York, and, shit. and doing all of that. So Dude, Rod, Rod Digger features. Like yeah. That. Like, it, 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 it always makes great sense to do that, to expose it internationally, mm-hmm. and also to get people excited locally. Mm-hmm. But... <clears throat> When there's a lack of infrastructure or no infrastructure, Mm -hmm. it's hard for us to become an Atlanta or a Toronto or anything because
1: there's no bottom. You understand what I'm I'm saying? I'm so tired of hearing people say Montreal
0: is a hater scene Mm -hmm. or whatsoever. (laughs) It's like that everywhere. It's like that everywhere. But you know what the difference is everywhere? There's a fucking bottom. There's an infrastructure. There's a foundation. But we're different because we're the only people in america that speaks french and english mm. together and we never and we, took advantage of that properly instead exactly. we miscommunicated the english was off getting no support the french was getting minimal but, but support you know cool, bless? hold on go, france wasn't go, fucking go, go. with here yeah. on the french u.s wasn't fucking with the english and toronto had toronto because they had fucking yeah. much music yeah. bro i was i was the guy who was getting more love in Toronto yeah. than wow. in my own city, wow. not on the streets. In mm-hmm. the streets, in the clubs, everybody gave me dap. I'm VIP everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody showed respect and industry. love. But I wasn't on much music hosting fucking vitamin pop <laughs> with premiering my song. But guess what? I was hosting Rhapsody in Toronto. Yeah, of course. But that wasn't... And you know, shout out to Music Plus because Shahid and Mia from Music Plus were early, always early. really supportive of me. It's just our demographics were so segmented that uh, I fell between that. Okay, okay but how do we, how do we, sorry, sorry. Hold, on, we, now, oh, hold okay. on now, hold on now, hold on now. It's not real. about He's a back going, in the day conversation. It's about, about a this. demographic conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they were supportive, but we were divided into four mm-hmm. instead of one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And finally, because... And I think the technology is pushing it forward. The streaming is pushing it forward. Things mm-hmm. are more accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, when 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 Drake caved that border. But every
2: in. fucking podcast we talk about Drake. But you're not understanding. Wait, Drake, <laughs> I always have language. You're not understanding. You're not
0: understanding. You're not understanding. It's not about Drake or Toronto or Drake, even England. I know, but hold on, hold on. I Drake. just laughed. I love laugh you. I love you. Hold just on, so hold you know. on, hold on. It's not about Drake, okay. though. When Drake proved <laughs> to, When Drake proved that Canadian hip hop can be exported, yeah. okay. everybody in France realized maybe French hip hop can be exported. Yeah. Fair, fair. And
2: all of that happened. He, he created a, a highway. He didn't create a lane. He created, he created a, a highway. <laughs> highway for himself, okay, mm-hmm. and a highway for those who had production for, credit for, for, for on UK, him. UK for for everybody that he brought on Th- later. That's yes.
0: undebatable. Right. But now that microcosm seems like it could be possible to export French to France mm-hmm. from here and English
1: to Bingo. the wider audience Bingo. in America. Bingo. Bingo. Um, yeah, I think we uh, we have. How kind do we as of-
2: Montrealers change the Drake model? Uh, it's not we, about the Drake model we don't need to have a Drake right, model like, yeah. we, we have to have we, more of Mont- an
1: Atlanta model we need we need a Montreal model where people understand where they can they, they come from where and they're
0: proud of it exactly and yeah. they can celebrate it and we can export it and it can be cool like French rap from here like like being. my
1: friend Stan says okay. we're the real Americans mm-hmm. we speak two different languages we got the harshest winters we got the nicest summers like we 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 we're Constantly influenced by, like,
0: American culture, but we have our own swagger. Like, we... And let me tell you one thing. There's a lot of talented cats here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Who Mm -hmm. who used to be looked over because we didn't have social media as an outlet. Mm -hmm. We couldn't take to the fucking streaming services ourselves, So we were caught in no man's land. Uh, And that's what I'm talking about. The lack of a scene... Because the reason everybody brings up Drake, he brought a Toronto pride. But... You're, I, 100% think right. I, Toronto think, 100% I think right.
1: Montreal is going to flourish when we're, we're, we're going to focus on music and artist development and stop saying that our scene sucks. <laughs> and, uh, that our scene, our scene but it's is not stagnant. about saying our yeah. scene sucks. No, no,
0: but like, it's it, about it's actually yeah. us us flourishing and not us flourishing but understanding that it's not built on one person's success it's a scene it's a vibe and it's it's crazy that we were
1: seeing so many people talking shit about that metro metro festival thinking it would not happen like Uh. I was saying earlier a lot of people, and are whenever are mad at that something one. is happening in Montreal, people want to kind of aid on it or say it's not gonna but happen. All it's gonna
0: take is a couple more successes like Metro Metro, exactly, and then people will calm the fuck down mm-hmm. and be like, you know what, times are changing, the technology's out, the changing. Mm-hmm. If the bread is right, these artists are gonna show up. Yeah, if, if people with a like so we were talking about, if people with a proven track record are interested in doing it, which they are now, mm-hmm. we can all win. French Metro Metro. Tommy Cruz, Bless, Lemmy, Podcast, yeah, because it. we can't export it. And we need to take ourselves out of this impoverished mentality that only shit that's coming from abroad is cool and be like, yo, there's nothing well, holding this us back. good at it. It's eh? retarded. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Tommy.
2: Mm-hmm. This guy's
0: good. Not because I've lived my life doing this, walking the I line like this for guy, this. Right? And everybody good throws pope, in their opinion. People <laughs> throw in their opinion and haven't hit those barriers. No, we, we, we all, we and it's not about the hitting thing. the barriers. It's about... Just them disappearing now. People,
1: you like using this situation as like uh, 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 an Crouch. explication of their shortcomings. 100%. And I think like what like I said, you, when you see guys like Mike Shab, when you see guys like Nate Husser, when you see guys like... I mean, these guys are it's really... Close. They're it's close, it's close,
2: it's close. Yeah, like, like, they're like, putting... They're, the you know what, They're
0: building a picture uh, and that that's amazing. And you know what? I once saw an interview with Pharrell and Nardwar. Yeah. And Nardwar was asking him about... Um, Teddy Riley from Blackstreet mentoring Mm -hmm. him and that, you know, Teddy Riley had went from, you know, Blackstreet producing Michael Jackson, Mm -hmm. super producer, and then like his studio burned down and he was having hard times, whatever happened. And then Pharrell said the dopest shit. He was like, yo, Teddy Riley's a musical genius and talent will always find a home. Mm -hmm. You understand that, Lemmy? Talent will always find a home. Me, I believe that Your shit's gonna speak for itself. uh, uh, If you stay at it, It'll find out. Like I always say,
1: music will be the language. And if you're able to talk with it, like talk your shit, talk your, talk, do your thing, and like it's all gonna come to you. If people see that you put your heart and soul into this, that's right. People will come to you. And if, if you're constantly need to like um, put something to be the, um, sorry my English sometimes is bad but like if you need to explain your shortcomings all the time it's not gonna happen for you That's right. and that's something that like I kinda had to work on mm-hmm. because like there's been so much that happened to me and like I could probably use that as reasons.
0: No, we spoke but, about it earlier.
2: Like have been through some shit, homie. Uh, Dog,
0: there's always stuff that like right? happens to me. Like, but but Tommy, isn't that life? We're all gonna take hits. We're all gonna lose right? loved ones. Exactly. We're all gonna have health problems. We're I, all gonna have financial I, problems. We're all gonna be exactly. depressed sometimes. Exactly. It's how you come back. It's, it's how, how you come back. Exactly. And if you're an artist, that art is your therapy. Is your okay. life
1: exactly? And it'll be your everything if you really put like the time in it and, and you can draw
0: inspiration from the shit parts of life it's totally you should dog, you know, i left i left, left, makes, them, I left makes i left, the left
1: my job november 21st 2012 and what were you doing i was working in a bank okay and uh
0: you were working uh, in a bank the yeah. way you look look at yeah, Tommy. that's i fucking didn't have the amazing. broken i didn't have the broken teeth but like but you didn't have that that corporate bank look, my friend. No, <laughs> but... It's you were great. on a longboard with Vans with was, high socks. I was and on the on
3: phone the
1: doing like credit card security Oh, and okay, stuff. okay. So you were not like a tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, but no, no, on the though, phones. On the phones. Okay, so... But but welcome then I broke to Montreal. My teat, but then I broke my teeth <laughs> and I was speaking on a phone like that. <laughs> Yo, dude, it was such a funny but you know era. what I always liked but about my boss you? You were a character. But my boss was so supportive of what I did and he came to me at some point. He was like... Your stats are dropping. I know that something is happening outside of work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a fucking I, musician. I had, the, I had the best stats. And then they all went down when it started happening for me. And he was just like, I know something is happening that you have some. Like, I've seen you in the newspaper. I know that you're doing something outside of here. It's an already. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I, and he was like, don't leave this job
0: until it feels right. Wow. And, that's and, good and he was that's mad good supportive. Advice. So after that job, you never looked back no. and you've been able to make a full time living off of music. Yeah, exactly. Yo, my, initially my was it DJing? Initially was it DJing that was paying the bills? Uh yeah, mostly. Yeah. and mostly. then now the production started to pick up. Yeah, so you were exactly. Able to so get, get, it's get a nice. Mad, rhythm. Mad
1: interesting. The first two years was super funny to adapt. Maybe. I've been I've been a product of the society.
0: Since forever I've been used To getting money Every two weeks Mm -hmm. To be able To do everything Speak on that more Because I think that A major challenge That a lot of Artists and producers You know That I talk to And people that I work with Is juggling that Finding the stability And and finding that Yeah That balance Where you you can afford To coast Team And and, and pursue your art And be available Full time to travel Because it's expensive To travel Exactly That's why I don't want to do it It's expensive To to live mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of people don't understand that there is a monetary sacrifice that mm-hmm. you make where you say i'm gonna you, give yeah, myself you're not, you're not gonna have vacation you're
1: not gonna be able to like your friends are gonna go in in, in the south you're gonna go to cuba That's you're right. not going there and you gotta
0: be like listen i'm stuck in the studio i love what i'm doing mm-hmm. but i gotta use that money to pay some rent exactly you know but um, i think the, the to find
1: the stability it, it it's basically a work of like how were you able to do it?
0: it? I'm still getting used to it. Right. But it's I mean like I I'm mean on a basic it. level. Like but how are on you? On a able basic to do it?
1: level it, it it's to be able to distance yourself from what you do from time to time. Meaning. Meaning that, like, if you try to push yourself into making something every day, it's not going to work. Mm. You need to be a regular person. You need to talk to people. You need to go say hello, like, people that have jobs. Tommy, Tommy say I'm going to interrupt
2: you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so much of today is about, like, depression. And, yeah. And and, 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 and All I don't want to see people and and... I got to get up to do things. How do you... You know what I'm going at, right?
1: Check. It's like graffiti. If you do graffiti... It's a very depressive state to just go it's out sad. there. and it's put, sad, right? No, but just to go out there, probably risk your whole life or get like in Arrested, jail. Arrested, whatever. Just putting your name out there. It's the same thing with the so music that's industry. What I'm, that's what
2: I'm going you're at. You're putting
1: it? your name everywhere and you're putting your art everywhere. Just probably you won't even make money with that. So It's
0: hard to stay encouraged
1: all the time when you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So you You got to be a real human being. You can't just put your energy into that. You need to know when to step away and be a regular human being. So that's what I like. I like sometimes getting out the morning and just going places and like, say hello, have my coffee, say hello to people. Where are you right now? Like, I l- want to
2: say hello. I want to I I see I'm
1: you. A, I'm on St. Viator okay, every day. You okay, where can we find
2: Tommy Cruz? You, you'll
1: find me on St. Viator. Having a coffee at Café Bagel. Olympical. Yeah, straight up. That's where I'm at. <laughs> and I know. But I, and a lot of opportunities for me came from seeing people
0: on the street and seeing people at where I like have a smoke and drink a coffee. And a lot of people don't understand also this business, you got to sell yourself. You got to be likable. You got to connect it, with people. It's not about
1: just the next Twitter post. It's not about just mm. the next IG post. Be a regular human being mm. and probably you'll find stability way more and be less depressed because I've seen so many of my friends right? leave their
0: jobs.
2: The talent is there. It's just they don't Push because it's not about pushes that's not. People not what he's talking just about. push too hard.
0: He's talking about like they're playing a character so hard and okay. they're trying to okay. be this okay. persona so hard that they lose themselves. Then they're not inspired and then they begin to implode and they become mm. depressed. Exactly because it's but not a healthy lifestyle to begin with.
1: Exactly you. and it's finding how to be a regular human a being. In in between everything that you do, because if you just try to push yourself in your creativity, you're going to find yourselves in deep holes. And of course, throughout the years, I've had my moments where I felt very depressed. I I wouldn't say that I was going through depression, but I've been feeling depressed sometimes where... There's ups, there's downs. Exactly. We all have, because it's a tough game. Because... You'll have an opportunity. They say that it's happening. They mm. say you're going there. You see, boom,
0: you're going on tour. Boom, you don't have the visa. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You're playing a hot fucking event. You're the fucking man for the hour. You're, you're up there. Everything's great. You hit a high and then bam, your you're background. alone again. Hi, 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 hi. And, and, and you're not really that financially successful. No, right. so, exactly. so you're like, yo, when I'm here, this character and I have this, this face on, mm-hmm. everybody loves me. Mm -hmm. hypothetically exactly we're not that stupid to really believe that but but that's what it feels like and you and it's an extreme crash and you know from years of touring it was the same thing touring was amazing for that hour or two you're on stage then the after party and then you're fucking low and then when the tour is done you go back to being a regular person and you're not well adjusted and you don't have a regular healthy routine i love the tour on the bus
2: but i don't like the tour on the plane. Interesting. I used to be able to No, ro- but hold on, hold on. Before you before you go back to touring life, yeah. I want to talk talk about uh actual uh like mental state of being on tour. You mm. look at you look at you look at uh Robin Williams. Yeah. You look at like dudes that like lose their life on that shit. Like like we were all there. Just so you know, like like I did epic mealtime blessed yeah. with Guru. Yeah. You're you're on that trip. We've all been on tour. We've all seen that, like that, that high life, Mm -hmm. and that could end in an instant. And then where are you? You go back to your mom's basement, like. Well, that's the thing, right? The come up up is high, and the and the and the come down is. People don't realize how much you don't have when you're when you're the man. Well, also you gotta understand that
0: when you're traveling and you're trying to be an artist or a DJ, a producer, whatever, you gotta realize that. All these other people are building a normal, stable day life and family life, and you come back to some right. other shit. And I'll just come tough. like this. Please. Hotel, uh, hotel, hotel, airport, holiday. backstage. Hotel, airport, backstage. Hotel, airport, backstage. And it's not a life. And you don't see people? And you know what? It's a sacrifice that you're making, hopefully, for a few years to financially secure yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to do what you're doing as a producer It has helped me in
2: so many various ways. So I think I think as as guys who have been there mm-hmm. to give a little bit of insight to the next generation, this is not a fun life. It's you got to be prepared for it. Well, it can it, be it, a fun it, life. It, it, no, <laughs> you can get drunk and get fucked up. But, but like, I think I agree with life. what
0: Tommy was saying that you have to find a balance for yourself. Exactly, you can't forget to be a regular person, Thank Thank stay I, close to family, I, I and all that, that good for stuff. For me,
1: like and where I was, sometimes like it was kind of hard on me because. I know. I would just come back and like be waiting. What's next? What's the next step? A- what's a- the next and, move? And and you know, I would have had a different approach because this was all new to me. I I'll still say it. Me, it kind of happened overnight, and it, it, and to me, it was all touring first, mm-hmm.
0: and so it. it, it it just you were like actually that. very lucky Because usually people Are doing what you do now Yeah They pay all these dues They stay and in the studio for then And then if they're lucky And the project gets exactly. some traction They're able to tour it Exactly But you did it in reverse and Kind you of You got on as a DJ kind and of. And finessed your way To, you know, to production it's Crazy Well
2: I mean I think it was a good lane yeah, definitely. You're a fucking man i'm I happy. See you, no, i'm happy I'm, like we're friends now okay just so you know <laughs>
0: and you guys actually had a romantic love moment yeah, on camera
2: too no yeah, i like this guy no I, worries there's I, a I huge hug
1: coming <laughs> your way i
2: spoke to my brother i spoke to my brother before tyler and i said i got tommy and he's like no shit i got tommy on the on the podcast yeah. he's, he's like he's like i love that guy he, he gets everything. me on twitter no but 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 the thing is is like my brother's all caca humor, we'll call it. Yeah. You know, just like garbage. <laughs> Man, I love it. Right? And I then, like, he's like, he's like, Tommy gets it. He's yeah. like, this guy gets that bullshit no, that I'm on. I just
1: think about it and I'm laughing. <laughs> right? Dude, every now and then I come I come up to one of his tweets and I'm like, Pfft.
2: right? This guy's ridiculous, but yeah. that's my homie. No, Tommy, we're friends for life, okay? We're friends. Just so you know.
0: Thank you very much for coming, my brother. Ew, guys. I love your story. Mind I respect. love your character. I love your. Student. I love what you're doing right now. Mind and respect. We definitely got to build more. Yes, you're always welcome on the Let's MLT the that MOT. podcast, brother. be a brother. blessed Tommy track. Let's go. Just out We've there. been I'm talking so about down.
2: it forever. A mutual friend of ours. At least, at yeah. at least three. There. At
0: least three years. A mutual give, friend give, of
2: give ours. This, give this guru affiliate some (laughs) fucking 890s like like primo shit (laughs) but from Tommy (laughs) Cruz yeah well you know what what? I'm I'm not
0: really doing no 90s primo shit right now but I just
1: remember I was at one of Loud's event I think we were both there Mm -hmm. and Rough Sound was just in my it was just in my ear, and he was like, "Yo,
0: fan track, epic blast!" Right? Stop, stop. <laughs> Shout out my brother, Ruff Man. <laughs> me and Rough, I remember, you know, we had so many times we got lit together. And K Traneda was doing like a Juno party two years ago, yeah. and Ruff texts me, "Are you here?" And I'm like, "I'm next door at the Universal party." Mm. We came like the whole squad. Me and Ruff were <laughs> doing shots at the bar to like. He loves, he loves and the brown like, liquor. He's like, Yo, G you rap in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even hear ourselves we no, have a great right. time and you know what it definitely is long overdue for it, me and you to work my brother let's go and uh a mutual friend introduced us like two three years ago yes. she was like you guys need to connect like who you guys was it are gonna, again I, I, fuck i can't even remember right? but i know it was, it was a lady of, it, it was, was one lady. of your home girls it was a lady it was one of your home girls and she was like do you know black nice. boy tommy crew well she yeah. said the reverse to me yo and I dude, was like yeah, how I can we him. not find it if you're listening right now Tell us we're stupid. Yes. And not only that, and thank you, and thank you for connecting us originally, but creepy enough, we come to find out after meeting through Ruff and all these other people that this motherfucker lives... Attached to my studio, like the window, like yeah. the door I come yeah. out of is his balcony. Yeah. So okay. every night I'm doing sessions across the street from this guy's house,
1: and I'm doing kick flips. Right. I'm, I'm there, guys. Right? I'm so, there, guys. I'm there.
0: So when it, you know what it is, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Again, thank you so much, That's my brother. It. Hey, yo, thanks to y'all. This is the M O T podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Special thanks to the homie Tommy Cruz in the building. Let me know. I'm your boy. Bless as always.